This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to Find the Others podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Church. It's a pleasure to have you all with me. Uh, Really, I I genuinely mean that. I know that you could be listening to anything or anyone doing anything or anyone, and the fact that you are here listening to me uh, means a great deal, and I'm excited to, uh, to really bring you value with this podcast and excited to connect, and, and I would just say, trust yourself. If you've landed here, either through a friend or because you know me a little bit and are curious to know more, or you know me a lot a bit and are curious to know more or just curious to hear what I'm up to, welcome. And definitely trust that you are here for a reason, and I would encourage you to find that reason and stick around and see what might be here for you. So I'm, I'm really excited for this first episode here to just kind of give you guys a bit of a background. It's so funny, but it's a question that I get asked a lot is like, what do you actually do? Um, and it's I'm that smart ass that always responds back to that question. Well, I do a lot of things. <laughs> I, I, I always give that quite trite response back to back to that question because I, I think it's um you know it's a question that we ask a lot in our in our society and in our world that uh, that that can be quite limiting to be honest with you because what's the thing that we're actually looking for when we ask what do you do? We're looking for what's your profession? How do you earn money? How do you earn income? Where where do you drive meaning from? And uh, it's 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 it seems quite like limiting in a lot of different ways, though it can be expansive. And it's always a question I love playing with. So when everybody asks me that question, I say, well, I do a lot of things. Let's see. I, uh, I drink coffee. I like to write. I like to take pictures. I like to hang out with my friends. I like to listen to music, actually listen to music. I like to surf. I like to play in the ocean. I do, I do a lot of different things, right? So I, I kind of give that. And, and I always say that if you really want to know what I do, you're, we're going to have to get a cup of coffee because it's going to be more than just a cute one word response or phrase like you, like you probably want. And it always throws people for a loop. Sometimes it pisses people off, but most of the time I I always find that it kind of sparks a deeper conversation that can happen. It sets the stage for a deeper conversation, which is what I'm really all about here. So consider this the coffee chat, if you will, to get to know me a little bit deeper, to actually find out what it is that I do, because I will definitely share that in a bit here. But, but really I've always been wired for these deeper conversations. If you know me, surface level conversation is not something that I really spend a lot of time hanging out with. I, I really just think that life's too short to um, just stay surface. There's, I mean, we take a step back. We are spinning on a rock in space, people, spinning 930 miles an hour and <laughs> just floating in the cosmos. Like, what? We're self-aware, self-conscious human beings. Like, that's a trip. And I, the older that I've got, the more trippy that's become. And I had to move through this phase where I thought, Maybe I'm just like a stoned college kid or maybe I'm just like just too deep into this and romanticizing this idea of life. But seemingly the older that I get and the more challenges that actually present themselves, the more opportunities come from that, the more I experience the fullness of life in the ups, in the downs, the more that that holds true and that reinforces and the more beauty that I see in all of these experiences, no matter what they are, the more I connect with these humans and I find more meaning and fulfillment from those connections and I follow my path and things unfold, 
the more beauty it just it really just it slaps me with awe like sometimes i'm just completely just dumbfounded and 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 it's it's really something that i that i strive to share with others i've been very grateful in my life to have a support network and a community of people that I'm able to have these conversations with, I'm able to confide in and go deep with that I know is something not to take for granted because I know that a lot of people don't quite have that. And so really the purpose of this podcast is to give y'all permission, permission to ask these bigger questions that I've spent my entire life asking, permission to have these deeper conversations that I love having and that I will always probe to open up that might be uncomfortable at first, but at the end of the conversation, everybody walks away feeling super uh, connected. So that's really the purpose of this conversation. It's to explore different conversations with different people who I look up to, who inspire me and who have helped change the way that I look at life. I really do believe that our entire life can change in one simple conversation, right? One moment, one idea that connects, one thought that changes a thought pattern or shifts our paradigm can really change the trajectory of your entire life. One of my favorite quotes from Tony Robbins, he says, your, our entire, your life can change in the single moment you make a committed and congruent decision. That's really what it comes down to. It's like a single moment where you make a committed and congruent decision. And a lot of times for most people, that decision is made from a, from a place of rock bottom, perceived rock bottom, let's say, from a place of, I have no other choice but to make this decision. But I'm always really curious to hear how other people are getting to that. Sometimes it's from that rock bottom place. I know for me, I've had these perceived rock bottoms as well. But all the time, oftentimes too, I've realized that you can make these committed changes from, from learning from others and learning from others who have made their decisions and maybe not have to get to that rock bottom or not have to face that, that, that horrible death at the time, that horrible depth of, of moment of really meeting yourself in that way, but you can, you can learn in more of an enlightening, inspiring way as I've definitely found. So that's really the purpose of this podcast. We're going to have these conversations. We're going to get real. I'm going to get curious. We're going to talk about the things, all of the things from career to fulfillment, to productivity, to all the, all the things. How do we live a, a meaningful and impactful and fulfilling life that I think we all, this is all we want at the end of the day. How we explore that within the confines of this game that we're playing. Life is just a mind game. It's you versus yourself every day, but it's also a team sport. That's the coolest part. I'm a firm believer in that you are the average of the five people you associate yourself most with. And again, I can, I've put that to the test, especially over these past three, four five years. I've really put that to the test and the results are in the shit works guys. Uh, a couple of the first guests that you'll hear on this podcast and throughout are some of these people that I've lived with for the past number of years, a couple best friends that moved out from college together to Santa Monica, California to just take a whack at this thing and move in with a blank slate. We were sharing a two bedroom apartment beds, literally touching. We didn't have enough space for a kitchen table in our living room. And just deciding to do life and deciding to, to get started and to, to find a career that fulfilled us all, to pursue different things, to work different jobs, to get scrappy with it and to develop ourselves. So you'll hear from some of those people really to begin with here because I think it just lays the foundation of this all. But um, the, the name Find the Others, if you, if you might be asking what the, what's this all about, this is for the others out there. The name Find the Others, it's a name very near and dear to my heart. And if you know me, you probably heard me mention this or talk about this before. You might be one of the others, if that's the case. If you're listening to this, at least at this far, you're probably one of the others. So I'm going to share the quote from Timothy Leary where this quote, where this phrase was inspired by. And it really means a lot to me. So here we go. Admit it. You aren't like them. You're not even close. 
You may occasionally dress yourself up as one of them, watch the same mindless television shows as they do, maybe even eat the same fast food sometimes. But it seems that the more you try to fit in, the more you feel like an outsider, watching the normal people as they go about their automatic existences. For every time you say club passwords like, have a nice day, and weather's awful today, eh? You yearn inside to say forbidden things like, tell me something that makes you cry, or what do you think deja vu is for? Face it, you even want to talk to the girl in the elevator. But what if the girl in the elevator and the balding man who, works, who walks past your cubicle at work are thinking the same thing? Who knows what you might learn from taking a chance on conversation with a stranger? Everyone carries a piece of the puzzle. Nobody comes into your life by mere coincidence. Trust your instincts. Do the unexpected. Find the others. Ooh, I just get chills reading that every single time. It always just hits. This is what it's about. This is really what it's about at the end of the day for me. Because when you have the team of others, when you have that community of others, you can push yourself past things, past limits you perceived were there that are not even there. Boundaries that you didn't even know existed, you're smashing through and doing it while you enjoy it. One of the things I love the most is having sleepovers, sleepovers with my friends, is building forts, having fun. Like the running joke that we had at our, at our Santa Monica apartment was, you know, we, someone would come in and say, hey guys, guess what? I just talked to my mom. She said we could sleep over again. Tapping into that childlike spirit and that energy, that, that joie de vivre, that, that, that energy of, of living life amidst the challenges, with the challenges, and, and seeing how we can, anything that seems to be an obstacle that's in the way really is on the way. That's a fundamental truth that I really believe here. And I, I believe that things happen for you. Things don't happen to you really pivotal, really pivotal paradigm that once I really embody this, and there's no numerous stories you'll hear from myself, from other people around how just true that is. Steve Jobs always says, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. Looking back at your life right now, you could go take how something seemingly bad or terrible that happened to you really happened for you and helped you. And I, I can do this from my own experiences and from those around me, but really when I can hear a Holocaust survivor share just that, or someone who's been through unspeakable trauma who's been a victim of, of rape or that's been the victim of unspeakable acts of, of, of human violence, of human evil that can actually say, wow, I'm so grateful that this happened for these reasons and can, can live through that and survive through that and be the victor and not the victim and actually genuinely believe and show how they are grateful for this and how this has happened for them and helped them and others in the long run. It's so inspiring to me. It really, really is. And it, and it gives me every reason to fully believe that and connect the dots in my own life. So this is one of the many paradigms of the way that I see it, if you will. This is how I see it. This is one of the ways that I really, a fundamental truth or principle and how I really live my life. And, and I'm excited to kind of let you in behind the scenes and unveil the curtain, if you will, to other modus operandes or other ways of operating of how I operate and how I live my life. Uh, this really ties into what I do <laughs> from a professional standpoint, what I do for work. So I am director of operations. I love operations. I love how operations provide systems for solving problems, systems for operating procedures, SOP, standard operating procedures. How do we look at life? 
Another quote I love from Abraham Lincoln. Clearly, I'm just full of quotes that are coming to me right now as I'm just riffing on this on this recording. But I, I love learning from people all around me. And uh, I, I really believe that there's something we have to learn from everybody, whether it's the Uber driver or the CEO at your business or um, the homeless person in the street. There's something, everybody's experienced something that we have not. And therefore, there's some there's wisdom to learn. Who is wise? He who learns from everybody. So Abraham Lincoln, shout out to Abe Lincoln. He, uh, he said, we can either complain that rose bushes have thorns or we can rejoice that thorn bushes have roses. We can either complain that rose bushes have thorns or we can rejoice that thorn bushes have roses. It's all a matter of perspective. It's all the way that you choose to see it. And truly, this is what makes someone that's perpetually upbeat, happy, optimistic, fulfilled in life. This is what separates that person from someone that's continuously pessimistic or unhappy or unsatisfied or playing the victim. It's just a, it's just the difference in how we interpret, process, and respond to the circumstances of life. So this is all operations. This is all mode of operating. So this is what I actually do for a profession. I serve as director of operations for a company called High Impact Coaching, where we help coaches build sustainable and profitable businesses around their passion so they can really make the impact they set out for. So about, there's, this is a whole other backstory, which we'll dig into in another episode, surely here, but about three and a half years ago, I partnered up with a guy named Xander Fryer, who lives here in San Diego as well, and he had just uh, finished about the first year of business where he proved out concept um, in the coaching space, helping people build businesses. And uh, he was looking to scale. I came on as his first hire and as director of operations to help him scale from an operations and a, and a sales standpoint. Fast forward to today and a lot of ups and downs and roller coaster stories that we'll dig into. Uh, fast forward to today, we work with, we've got a team of 17 employees now we work with, and we've got over, um, uh, over 130 current clients as we speak, as this podcast is recorded. And we've, we've served over well over 600 people now, um, in their businesses, which is really cool because, uh, something that, that we realized is that there's, there's a big market out there, people there, of coaches who are really able to bring a big value to others, whether it's their health and wellness coach, a personal trainer, fitness coach, a um, life coach, relationship coach, career coach, coaches that are starting off and they're really good at what they do, but they never really learn the, the, the strategic business implementation to make it a reality. They, they weren't supported with the right foundational mindset habits, the business habits to really make their business work full time. So we work with them, we help them get clear on their on their offer, their marketing, their messaging, sales, their pricing, how to sell with integrity, because that's a big thing for coaches as well and for everybody, sales is changing completely. So how to actually sell your services with integrity and, and how to scale uh, in a way that's accessible. So this is what some of the things we've been up to at High Impact Coaching to scratch the service. And I've been director of operations there from, from, the, from the beginning till now. So what an operation looks like from when you're just two people working with 15 clients to running an operation, an actual business, serving over 130 active clients and a team of 17 people looks a bit different. So there's been a lot of growth and, and upgrading systems along the way. So I love that part of it. I've always kind of nerded out with the systems approach of how do we solve a problem? It's a very creative process for me. Here's a problem. How do we solve this? Or how do we make this easier for ourselves, for our team, for our clients? How do we make something simpler, more efficient? How do we streamline different things? So it's, it's very creative. 
And it ties in some of the more tactical things that I learned throughout college, such as, such as computer programming in certain cases, SQL, JavaScript, things like that, uh, to really create solutions from API plugins, all the fun nerdy stuff, which we definitely will dig into, and uh, and and all those things. Now, that's one piece of operations to me. The other piece, and why I love operations, it's 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 your mindset. So it's it's helping people operate from a mental standpoint and from a how do I live my life in accordance with principles and values that I really want to live with. So I've helped people and I've worked with clients specifically on mindset stuff because I really believe when you can change the way that you perceive a problem, then you change the problem entirely. So I get a lot of people come to me with quote unquote problems and and we're able to just work together and help shift those problems. And when you can shift the problem, then the solution appears. It's a really magical thing that happens. Wizardry, some call it. <laughs> but that's something I love doing as well. So really, if you could sum me up in terms of what I do, I do operations. I help people solve problems. Again, if they're business problems uh, in a business sense of how do we grow and scale our business or if they're perceived problems that are coming up from uh, uh, just a regular standpoint of wanting to achieve goals or, or wanting to reach higher fulfillment, productivity levels, all of these things. So that's a little bit more in terms of what I do and why I'm excited to bring you into my world here and show you these different lenses of which I see things, how I operate my life and introduce you to the others that are also doing that. You know, there's a lot of people that are offering answers right now in today's day and age. In this information age we live in, everybody's spewing out answers. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. I'm here to ask the questions. So to preface everything else, don't listen to a word I say, okay? This might sound weird, but don't listen to a word I say. Don't listen to a word that any of my podcast guests that I bring on an interview say, all right? I want you to see for yourself. Experiment for yourself. Something resonates, implement it. Something doesn't, leave it. Take what works and leave the rest. This is how I've gotten to the place that I am right now and, uh, and a muscle that I've built that I, that I trust will t- continue to, to lead me into the future, into all my endeavors. It's, it's really about getting into action. We live in this information age, but now we're bringing into this transformation age. We're bridging into this. Information, information means nothing without actual implementation around it. Everybody knows how to get a six-pack. It's no secret. But are you actually going to do the things and implement and, and, and live your life with a, in, in, in accordance to a discipline that can bring you this end result that you want. So just some food for thought there. Don't listen to what I have to say. If something resonates or something you're like, ooh, that's really interesting, or I've always wondered about that, follow that impulse. Trust yourself. Trust your instinct. Do that thing. It's the next step. I always talk about following the breadcrumbs or yellow, we're on the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Something feels charming or appealing to you in that way. Follow that. This, this podcast episode is speaking to you. Move on to the next. Something that I talk about with one of my guests really inspires you or, or, or opens up a little bit of a Pandora's box or interests you. Reach out to that person. Everybody that I'm going to bring on to here is going to be someone that's accessible, someone that's reachable, someone that's relatable that you can reach out to. And and along with myself too, shoot me a message. I love connecting with people. This is the purpose of this community is fostering this space for the others, by the others. This is what we're here for. We're here to play at a higher level. Now, playing at a higher level means two things to me. It really means mastering what I call the science of achievement and then the art of fulfillment. So science of achievement is mastering the ability to take what you envision and making it real. There's there's a certain science to this. Success leaves clues. There's common patterns, certain fundamental rules you can align with to reach the next level. Successful people all the time are 
talking about this. They're leaving the clues here for us. As a good friend, Chad Zonkin says, are you actually listening to the music that you listen to? Now, on the other hand, we have the art of fulfillment because I believe success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. There's an art to learning how to ride the waves of life. The human mind itself won't make you happy. You have to learn how to direct it to reach that next level. So I've taken a dive deep into both of these i've gone into the go-getter mode that like gary v go get it science of achievement mode and i've also dug dug into the art of fulfillment mode the what i call like the the bliss bunny mode which is just like living life following that bliss and i really believe that it's a combination of these two things that can allow us to play at a higher level mastering the science and the art so that's it for this first episode. I wanted to just bring you in a little bit, set the frame for what we're doing, what what you can expect a little bit here. I cannot wait to bring you into these first couple episodes. If you're here, listen on. If this resonates, listen on. If not, go find a different podcast. There's plenty out there and, and honor that. Trust yourself. This is not for everybody. But if you're someone that, that, that wants to wake up to the to the fullness, if you're someone that realizes that, hey, we're sitting on a mountain of untapped human potential and I want to tap into that. Bring your tap. Let's tap into it together. Let's ask the questions. Let's do the unexpected. Let's trust our instincts. And let's let's go find the others.